to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Jess Innes, founder and creator of 100% Dance, joins us in this episode. 100% Dance is a Sydney-based studio teaching commercial dance to over 300 students each week. Styles range through from hip-hop, jazz, contemporary, cheerleading and acrobatics. Jess is also an instructor at the Sydney Dance Company and also teaches workshops throughout the country. Jess's choreography and live performances include opening for Iggy Azalea, TV work for Netflix, Motown Magic, The Morning Show, Hardball and more. She's also created content for Love Island, The Kyle and Jackie O Show, KFC, Star Trek Express, plus many other Aussie brands. 100% Dance opened in 2007 and is now one of Australia's leading boutique commercial dance studios and entertainment providers. Hi Jess, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Alison? I'm good. I feel like we have got lots and lots to cover in this episode because it's a very interesting topic. Um, so before we kick into it, can we hear a little bit about you? Yes. Well, my name's Jess Innes. I'm the founding director of 100% Dance Studio, which is uh, in Waverley in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. Um, I opened the business actually when I was 19, which is quite young to decide you want to be an entrepreneur and take over the world with dance. Um, But it it, it was kind of humble beginnings. I basically always loved dancing, wanted to find a way to bring dance uh, and teaching dance more into my life and my um, career moving forward and uh, was basically looking to take over another dance studio that was selling and that opportunity ended up not going through so I I was a bit devastated about that but then decided that I could just open my own so you know at 19 I got a business name insurance printed some flyers at Officeworks and started with one class a week um, just at a local church hall Um, and from there you know we probably had about five kids coming their little brothers and sisters wanted a class their parents wanted a class and now, 13 years later, um, we've got over 300 studio uh, students and um, about 38 classes a week. So, it's, so cool. it's grown in that time. And, and now we have our own premise and it, just how things evolve, I could have never really imagined um, that's where it would have gone. Oh, my gosh. In Waverley, are you on Bronte Road? Okay. We are on Bronte Road. You know what? When you just said that, I'm like, oh, my God, I've driven past your place heaps of times. My daughter's going to Waverley College. Oh, no way. Yeah, and, and, and I was driving past there a while ago and I noticed that your dance studio, it's on the right as you're driving towards... Bronte. It is. You can't, yeah. there's like five sets of lights that just... Yeah, and I, and, and I noticed it. I noticed it and it's stuck in my mind. There you go. We actually have area. quite a few boys um, from Waverley that come and dance with us. It's, we have boys-only classes. So, um, yeah, they probably even have some, some classmates that, they would. that dance. How old are your boys? Oh, my gosh, they're teenagers now. They're, they are 14 and 15. 
Oh, how yeah. fun. Mm. <laughs> I went to St Catherine's just down the road. Oh, did you? So Waverley was like our brother's school. Oh, my gosh. So have you always been there? Or, I mean, you obviously, as you said, that you started off in a hall and all that kind of thing. But when you first yeah. went to your first studio, have you always been there or you've been other places? Yeah, we only opened the premise two years ago and that's, that's our first time only. Like, yeah, I, I thought it was new. Yeah, there used to be a um, an old convenience store. Actually, it's really hard in the eastern suburbs to find anything bigger than you know a, a very narrow place. And obviously, with dance, you need a lot of space. So I'd kind of had almost decided about six years ago that that was the one space that was going to be big enough in Charing Cross where I always uh, wanted to move. So a little bit of a bit of manifestation when it popped up on wow. uh, on the real estate being for lease. I was like, that's mine. That's, <laughs> that's your place. Okay, let's rewind because there's so much to ask you. So <laughs> at what age did you start dancing yourself? I went to my first dance lesson when I was three, yeah. um, but was obviously not very serious. I, d- I was doing jazz. So how much is that doggy is in the window is my my very first debut. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. And were you good right from the beginning or you just became good? Um, I loved it from the beginning. I I wouldn't say that I was kind of one of those child prodigies that was an absolute natural yeah yeah I think I I think dance is one of those things that I I feel like I'm always going to need to learn more which Mm. is probably what makes it so appealing and exciting and you know I know there are some people who are just naturally brilliant at things and they don't really need to work for it so they don't feel that same hunger for it um yeah, so I, you know, I I loved it and I I worked hard at it, but I definitely wasn't, you know, one of those child prodigies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at nineteen years old, when you first started your business, did you have people saying to you, "Oh, look, you're too young. You're better off going and working somewhere else and getting experience before you do your own thing"? Like, what was what were people saying to you? I think with something where you're sharing a skill and the really the only outlay was was you know obviously the legalities of of paperwork and insurance but if you've only got a very small there's specific dance insurance companies that you know it's only insuring you for the amount of people coming and there was about five people so the outlay itself was just those things and the haul for an hour so it wasn't like I was taking a huge leap and having to buy stock or to to put a lot on the line, so there wasn't really much of a um, a shock or worry that I was doing that. I was at uni at the time, actually studying uh, a bachelor of arts. So I, I think it wasn't set in stone at nineteen that that's what I'm going to do forever, and that's it. Right. Um, mm. Amazing. Oh my gosh. So when you first started, like how did people know that, you know, that this is what you were doing? How did you kind of drum up your first students? Yeah, it's really interesting. And I think, you know, it's different now. A lot of things are very social media and digitally oriented, but I've always been a fan of having that personal connection. Um, So I did a lot of like fly drops, I'd kind of go to local events and hand out flyers. And when people kind of 
stop and go, oh, I could be interested in that, then you can have a personal engaged conversation and work out what it is they want. Mm. So I feel like it was really, and in all honesty, we don't advertise. We just, everything is word of mouth. Even now. Um, Even now because, and I found that that has been such an organic way to create the, the clients that I want um obviously people are coming to us because they love what we do we're a bit of a boutique studio we don't do competitions in the Steadfords but we do have you know performance opportunities so we are we have a few unique qualities and I think that's the things that other parents might tell um their friends their friends and say oh you, I can you know you're at a studio and it's too competitive it's not what you're after why don't you come along and try this studio, you know, and, and they have a personal relationship with me so they feel like they're recommending something they can trust. Yeah. Yeah. With, with the local schools, did you go, like, so for, for example, like St Kath's, I mean, you obviously went there, but did, and Waverley, did you did you actually go in and say, hi, I've got this business, blah, 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 or did they come to you or, you know, how did no, you? No, I did. I, I went in and kind of said, would you mind if I put something in your newsletter? Right, yeah. um, I, I'm happy to come in and do a free dance session at one of your PE classes or something like that in, in order to to, you know, trigger that interest of mm. dance in people who may not even realise how fun it could be yeah. or have a different... We specialise in commercial dance. So even, you know, that many years ago, hip-hop and what wasn't probably as prominent as it is now. So I think a lot of the local studios were very ballet traditionally oriented, whereas we had um, a fairly modern commercial approach to the styles that we offered. So it was good to kind of go and, you know, just teach a couple of complimentary classes so people could go, oh, I didn't think dance could be so fun. Mm. So you target both, like, you know, kids, but you also do adult classes, don't you? We do do adult classes, yes. Wow. So are they generally, like, the parents of, of the kids that are coming to you or is it the local community? There's a really, we have such a broad demographic with our adults, um, everything from, you know, uh, young adults that danced through high school and have kind of, you know, maybe they're at uni or they've just started to work and they're missing that, they're missing dance. Mm. But then we also have, I mean, you know, We'll, we'll have a gentleman in their 60s who's like, you know what, I've never learnt to dance and now I'm going to do exactly what I want to do. Yeah, and so they're just doing it for fun. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the main goal is that you have fun because if you don't have fun, you're not going to come back. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. okay, so how are the classes structured? Like is it like a choreographed um, segment or how does it work? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, depending on the class, but... Yep. Uh, what we'll do is we'll, we do a warm-up, um, get the blood flowing through the body, have a really good stretch. And, um, and a lot of people even find just, just that kind of 10, 12 minutes of warming up and stretching, their flexibility is improving. So before they've even started learning to dance, they're getting benefits. And then what we'll do is we'll generally, with the, um, the kids' classes, because they're term by term, there is a lot more kind of progressive focus on technique. We'll yeah. usually do, say, with the jazz class, we'll be working on 
kicks, turns, leaps across the floor. Um, and then we'll work on choreography. So kind of the the technical element is is learning, I suppose, learning your ABCs. And then the choreography is putting that together in a sentence, if that makes that sense. So much fun. So what yeah. adults version? Not so much progression, yeah. lots of laughter. Well, yeah, definitely. A, much more of a casual approach because yeah. adult classes are drop-in casual classes. You know, adults have so much Right. Money. I was going to ask you that. Is it So it's not by term, they just pay as you go? They just pay as you go, yeah. which we've found the kids need that, that routine in order to make it work, but the adults need the flexibility. Yeah. So we don't have a last week we did this and we're going to build on it. Mm. Every week you, you could pop in in the middle of the term and have never danced before and you'll be able to learn something specifically on that day. So obviously the more you go, the more knowledge you're going to acquire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, all of the teachers were very uh, used to adapting things to suit who's in the room at that time and giving options, kind of like if you went to an open gym class or a Pilates class, there's going to be some people who are very, um, you know, well-practised and and can take the advanced option of that step and some people who are going to be doing the base. So I kind of describe it to the adults like we're all going to learn the cake and you can add icing and sprinkles and cherries, (laughs) how you like. How long do the classes go for? In one hour. Okay. Yeah. Wow, this sounds like fun. Okay, so what do you wear? Well, it's, seeing as I know you're local now, you'll have to come along. <laughs> oh, I'm so curious. <laughs> Absolutely, we'll get you in there for sure. <laughs> what do you wear? Just like like, uh, like active wear? Comfortable active wear. Even with the kids, we don't have a uniform. Yeah. Um, comfortable active wear, depending on the style. So hip-hop is a very, it's a street style, so... Um, it's really nice that you can kind of bring your own personality in how you dress, but it's just basically, you know, comfortable clothes that you can be active and, and move freely. And I find with hip hop, you kind of want more loose fitting clothing so you can feel, um, a little bit more in the style and culture of the dance. And then with jazz and, and lyrical and, and some of our more, um, technical styles, you want to be able to see the lines in your body. So something a little more form-fitting, but it's totally up to you. I mean, we have some of the kids come in dressed like Tinkerbell. It's like, great, whatever makes you feel excited to come is what you should wear. (laughs) So these days, how many classes would you be teaching um, we kind of yeah. we kind of split it up. Um, we all have kind of a day a week that we teach. I'm I'm there on two days, um, but you know all of the teachers are people that I I work as a professional choreographer and dancer in the industry. So everyone that's teaching there are are specially trained as dance teachers, but they're also working in the industry currently. So they're you know current and um able to teach what's what dance is now in the current state yes yeah so so with your um role as a choreographer what kind of like is that for Sydney Dance Theatre or who how do you where do you do that I teach at Sydney Dance Company. So Sydney Dance Company has also got a fantastic open program for adults. So they have 70 classes a week or something like that uh, for adults. They've moved from Walsh Bay, actually. They're renovating the entire wharf down there. So for the next two years, 
um, or thereabouts, Sydney Dance, has moved to a beautifully fitted out studio in Ultimo that's been custom created for them. So you can catch me on a Thursday there as well. Um, But... No, choreography I do, uh, I freelance, so it can be everything from I just finished um, at the beginning of the year working on a a kids' television program called Hardball, which is on ABC Me. So you'd be surprised at how much choreography comes into shows that aren't necessarily about dance. Yeah, right. How did they find out about you as a freelancer? Are you just kind of quite well known in the industry or? It is quite um, a small industry. Usually right. it's, it's, again, word of mouth. So, mm. And then I find it's the same as a studio. You're getting those clients that kind of want to work with specifically you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so probably word of mouth. Within our website we also have, like within the business we have 100% dance studio but we also have 100% dance entertainment. So we do um, kind of uh, promote ourselves as being we can provide dancers, choreography, creative direction for everything from like a, you know, a flash mob for a birthday party and add a music video yeah, but it, it has all been really word of mouth and um, just networking within the industry. Yes. Are there m- many social events within the industry? There are. I have to say the Sydney dance industry is amazing yeah. um, and a really tight-knit, supportive community. We have um, through a few different avenues quite often um, industry nights which uh, where choreographers are invited to um, to put on a piece uh, and they'll use dancers also within the industry. So it's kind of a platform for choreographers to show their work, dancers to show their work, and the whole of the kind of the, the industry basically comes along and it supports it's, each It's other. kind of like a showcase. Oh, that would be so much fun. It's really, really fun. Yeah. It yeah. would be. With, with your studio, because, like, it's such, you know, like a community in that area, have you ever done, like, a community open day, you know, to encourage people to come and, you know, give it a go? We try and perform in a lot of community events. We've got the Festival of the Winds coming up uh, at the beginning of September down at Bondi Beach, which is where they have all those amazing big kites. Um, so we've got some of our students performing down there. We haven't done something specific um, at the studio, so to speak. Mm. We had a bit of a quite a, like a soft opening and just because we were existing, we just kind of straight away moved in and back to business as usual. Yes, yes. Yeah, but we do perform within the community and, and try and kind of, you know, we go down to the local nursing home, Charingfield, on the same street and our, our kids have performed for the residents there. And I would love that. Yeah, just trying to trying to share dance yes. whenever we can in a, in a positive way. And, and that was beautiful. The, some of the patients uh, uh, and residents there had danced when they were younger and they were, you know, they were very quiet when we first came in. All the kids performed and then the kids went around and kind of chatted with the residents and, and introduced themselves and they were just so excited by watching the dancing. Most of them wanted to get up and, and they asked all the, the nurses to put music on and we ended up having a dance party with the residents. They were oh, all so good, waltzing around. And, and it, wow. I think there's a lot of healing qualities yeah, there is. in dance as well. Obviously it's good yeah. for your fitness, but 
they have shown that dance, um, it's that special mixture between the, you know, the muscle memory and, and the movement but also the music therapy mm. that can increase dopamine levels in the brain which is actually um, very beneficial for uh, any degenerative brain diseases, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementia. It can be a very, um, I think they've proven that it, it can be beneficial. Mm. Yeah, you, you mm. would imagine so, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. You, using the brain and the body, it's... The fact that you've been da- dancing for so many years and in the same industry for so many years, have you ever felt that, you know, you've kind of hit a wall and you go, I feel like I'm lacking creativity or I feel like I need like something fresh or new just to kind of like reinvigor passion or spark? God, have definitely. you ever felt like that? Yeah, yeah definitely. And, um, oh, it's, you know, I feel like it's it's like a relationship almost, you know, you've got to keep keep um, flexible and, and um, able to adapt to new things that come along in your life. Um, so definitely, I, I mean... I think of sometimes I think of myself as like a cup and the cup starts to get empty and you've got nothing to pour out to everyone else. So the best thing I can do, and that's why I feel like that exponential learning um, point of view is really great because if I'm feeling uninspired and, and like I've got nothing left to share, you know, sometimes you're teaching beginner classes over and over again and it's, you know, the foundation's of that style, they don't really change. You need to learn this before you can learn this. And I start to feel like a broken record. Um, so sometimes it's really nice to go, I'll go and take like a masterclass myself or, or do some training and, um, and and take other people's classes and just little nuances, of ways they teach, ways they explain the same thing differently, just kind of it does reinvigorate you and re-excites you. I just recently uh two weeks ago got back from phoenix arizona and was um with a a different group competing in a the world hip-hop championships so you know just to go and see people from you know new zealand america china korea japan south america the best people in the world kind of putting on their best show was so inspiring I kind of came back and was like wow yeah it it, yeah it should never stop growing Mm. Mm. so important like you know and it goes back to that saying you should always remain a student in your own industry yeah, definitely. Do you, do you find that as well? How do yeah, you? Absolutely, um... absolutely. Because I, well, I'm a business coach, so I'm at my desk coaching businesses. I would say like eighty percent of my time, and then I have another business called Sticky Studio where we do everyone's um, logos, social media, websites, graphics, everything. And, I, and I've got a team of people working for me doing that. So it's like it's full on, but I'm mainly at my desk and every now and again, I'm like, I have just got to press pause and go and do something, you know, like, you know, have a quick getaway or something just to kind of like put my mind in a different environment. And even if that's just going to other people's workshops or going away with other entrepreneurs, I find that I come back and just think and look at everything really differently. And that's often when I have really amazing ideas. 
So it's really yeah. you always feel like you're too busy that you just cannot press pause, but you have to because every time you do it, you're like, oh, my gosh, like that was the best thing I could have done. And it's not just for you me. You can double your productivity, really. Absolutely. And, it's not yeah. for me. Actually, everyone that I'm working with has the benefit as well. So it's it's super important. And I, th- I think, you know, most business owners will agree and say the same thing, but there's a lot of people that say, oh, my gosh, I haven't had a holiday in three years. And I'm like, you know what, That that's up to you to change that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I'm, you, we're the only ones really who can kind of say stop. If yes. You, and then that becomes the norm, you know, yeah. is to just work. Do you work um, from home when you yeah, do? Yeah, I work from home, but I don't stop either. So, like, because I'm dipping in and out of it all the time. So I was going to say it's it's within you don't you don't go to work. Your work is no, I am. Is it's like are. I am work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but that's fine. That's the whole reason why I started my business was so that I could have flexibility in my lifestyle, you know, and manage the family. So it feels that I'm working all the time, and I am but I love it. You know, like I've crafted it, in a, crafted it in a way that works and also that I don't burn out either. So I absolutely love it, but I do have to press pause every now and again and go, right, I'm going on a holiday or I'm going to do this kind of element of personal development. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I live really, really far away from my studio, so it's it's a total polar opposite yeah. um, coming to work. And, and I, I really like that separation because I'm I'm probably yes. very much like you I'll just you know two o'clock in the morning I'll think you know what I'm gonna write this article or I'm gonna you know <laughs> so yeah it's it's definitely good oh my gosh so Jess where can everyone find you well uh you're welcome to pop into the studio at any time or you can head to our website which is 100percentdance.com.au um or just give us a call in kind of the old-fashioned way where we can have a chat to you about, you know, what what can we do for you in, in terms of dance. Perfect. And you're on social media? On social media as well. Um, Instagram, Facebook, uh, if you just search 100% Dance Sydney. Um, and then my, my own personal profile has a lot more of my kind of freelance work that's just guessiness. So talented. I will link everything up from my website, which is relauncher.com.au and link it through to yours so everyone can find you. Jess, thank you so You're much. Wonderful. For you today. Thank you so much, Alison. It was great to chat to you.